I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, I've missed you. Oh, there you are. So, um, yeah, we're back. So much has happened, Roy. It's been so many months, so mm -hmm. many years. How many months? How many episodes would th would that have been? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, your mm -hmm. your daughter has has grown up, and she went away to college, and yeah. met a boy, and got married, and had a daughter of her own, which she then abandoned on your doorstep. And yeah, that's what you're raising and now. And she's also named Cora. Yeah, she's two and a half. Wow, that sucks. Really sucks that after raising a kid to full adult fruition, you're saddled with another baby. Oh, I wanted to have another baby. Did you? Yeah. Okay. How uh, how are how are things with your wife and your child? Uh, pretty good. Uh, still married to the same wife. Same wife. St still have the same kid. Surprising. Yeah. Is it surprising? Oh, I I mean, a guy like you, I figured you'd go through a lot of wives. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I'm not terrible to be around. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know it's cool for the first couple of years. Yeah. Then then it, the politeness wears off. Mm -hmm. When um, things get real. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened. Yeah. We I had, fired you because nobody bought our stupid video game. That's true. And then there was a real fire that burned my parents' ranch down. Ugh. Yeah, um, it really was. It looked like Mars. That was actually a very... It, it, we shouldn't joke about it because no, a lot of dudes died. That was a very, very it was tragic story. Uh, so if, if you're affected by that, I'm very sorry. And uh, thank you for anyone who's going to send in an email or tweet about that. But um, yeah, that was, that was a big thing. I lost all of my high school artwork. Oh, that sucks. And college. Man, so much of it was good. Yeah. And all of those displays that you gave me from the movie theater or wasn't, no, it wasn't you. It was someone else. I had all these uh, Disney, <laughs> Disney all, displays. All I gave you was a year of free movies. That's true. An entire year of so joyous awesome. memories. You know, um, that was a really fantastic thing, and I took people to the movies all the time. The only bad thing is that because we were in a small town, we didn't get that many new movies. Yeah, you could really only see a, a new movie once a week or so if there were four movies coming out. It was more than that. Really? Because I saw Romeo and Juliet like seven times. Hmm. The and 12 Lerman. Monkeys a bunch. Oh, man, I would have seen 12 Monkeys a bunch no matter what, even if I had to pay for it every time. <laughs> I think I saw it five times. Nice. Yeah. So that's a like new person every time. Monkeys new date. Total. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Wow, you took five dates to see 12 Monkeys? <laughs> I think so. And then afterwards, did you get four rooms? No. I went and saw four rooms and 12 Monkeys on the same trip to Phoenix uh, when, when they were in theaters at the same time. Really? Yeah. And so there were, I just was making jokes about, you know, 48 Didn't monkeys. Didn't both of whatever. those go to Prescott? Three monkeys per room. I, well, we saw them. We wanted to see them the opening weekend. I see. Okay. Not no, a month later. We used to drive to Phoenix. Away, to see Australia. When you grow noise. up in a small town, you got to drive a hundred miles to see anything. Yeah. That's true. And the, and the 12 monkeys logo spins counterclockwise instead of clockwise. Mm -hmm. That's true. In the intro. You know, they're turning that into a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you, uh, I don't know an anything about it. I don't know anything about it and I don't think I want to. Okay. It's such a good movie. Yeah, it really is. I think it's one of Brad Pitt's best roles. Yeah. I think it's one of Terry Gilliam's finest films. Yeah, that's true. I also really like the one where he says Degs a lot. Okay. Degs. Is that... Do you um, know that one? Is that uh, Snatch? It is Snatch. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh, what, what else? else? Brad Pitt was good in. <laughs> uh, true Romance, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've never seen that. Mm. I've seen a lot of it. Yeah. 
but just not the parts with Brad Pitt. Just I've just heard he's really good. He's only in it for a minute or two, and he barely has any lines. Yeah, but it's like he smokes uh, dope really well, right? Oh, yeah, dope. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, out of, out he of a little that pla- reefer. Yeah. Plastic bear, right? He has a, a jazz bear. bear. Um, what else has happened? So I started making art full time. Yeah. And uh, I did a crazy big show in a library that was yeah, really good. Yeah. Corinne and I uh, did a thing that we called Camp Dream Tree. And right now we're working on getting it to other cities. And uh, there's actually a little video that I don't think you know about this. We had an intro video made for it. And you can go to our YouTube channel, which only has one video. And I thought you were going to say it only has one subscriber. (laughs) So please, please let's get those numbers up. You might be right about that. Um, It's called Fire Weather Studios, the name of the channel. And then there's our Camp Dream Tree video on there. So you can can see our, our crazy thing. I will endeavor to add some kind of show notes thing to our brand new website that I made. Yes, which looks awesome. I love all that orange. Thank you. I thought you would like it. Yeah, yeah. It's very useful. You know what I did to select that color? I just looked at colors until I thought of you. Really? Yeah. You had to look at colors? That's Roy Orange. To know? Roy Orange. Well, there's a lot of different oranges. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. There's Clementines. Mm -hmm. There's There's Valencia. Yeah. There's blood, mm-hmm. all kinds. There, will, there will be blood uh-huh. once they there will be blood once oranges. They bloom. Uh, yeah, we we did that thing, and Have you I did another doing a sequel to Camp Dream Tree called Damp Cream Tree. <laughs> I hadn't until now. What what would it consist of? What's the experience? So you walk in to a, a giant darkened, uh, like a baseball stadium, okay, like an indoor. Stadium, but at night with no lights. Is it lights the size of an on. actual baseball stadium? It is an actual baseball stadium. You find a decommissioned baseball stadium. Okay. That hasn't been torn down yet and that has a roof. You darken it. Mm-hmm. Like, so you go in and just, you get a bunch of spray paint, paint every surface black. And okay. then, you know that scene in Avatar where the guy gets into that can and then they hook a bunch of computers up to him? Yeah. It's like that. Okay. Except what you do is <laughs> the can. Yeah, it's like a can. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you just pour cream on the person. Oh, through. how much? To drown them? You pour cream on the person through a little through little tubes. You know, they get into the can and they think, oh, there's all these tubes. That's probably going to create a cool experience. Yes. Yep. I'm, I'm with you. Yep. Uh, sorry. I'm way out of practice. Yes, you are. So, so am I. Oh, Roy, it's so fun doing this podcast. Yeah, with you. it is. I've I'm just, missed it. I'm, I'm giddy with excitement. I'm so yeah. glad it's back and I hope it's tolerable <laughs> to listen to. I've missed all of our friends out there. Uh, over the last couple of years, you've sent in uh, messages and mostly it was, man, I, I wish Advice Hot Dog was back. And, you know, now your wish has been granted. So uh, don't ever say we never gave you any wishes. Yeah, it's true. We're like the genies of Advice Hot Dog. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to do. No. Uh, what's been going on with you? I, I sort of quasi moved to San Francisco. Yeah. I've been spending uh, probably two thirds to three quarters of my time, not at my rapidly crumbling and decaying house in Phoenix, but okay. in a extremely expensive apartment in San Francisco. Okay. Where uh, my buddy's girlfriend got a job at a, at a university and has since gotten another job at another university. And we decided to get an apartment there, sort of set up a base of operations for our video game endeavors. And get tri-married. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's legal. That's there. legal there. Yeah, right? they, foie gras, uh-huh. uh, the consumption of human flesh by humans, mm-hmm. and three-way mar- marriages. Okay, I was going to say marigolds. Uh, how's the me- medical marijuana? Oh, it's pretty fine. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty medical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. There's a the. Let's see. It tastes uh, like fake raspberries. Yep, I, I have a buddy uh, who occasionally will go to the Shambhala uh, Holistic Healing Center uh-huh. and uh, get. Uh, that doesn't sound very medical. No, it really doesn't. It's well, it sounds like the kind of medical you'd get if you went to one of those holistic medical schools. Sure, where they teach you about acupuncture and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's probably just as about as valuable. Do just they shake anything over you, or no? You know, I mean, like... they don't sell shake; they sell buds. Okay. No sticks, no mm-hmm. seeds, no stamp stems, no I stamps. I don't know anything about marijuana. You can get a candy bar, I guess. Can you get lollipops like marijuana mm-hmm. lollipops? Yeah, like Jolly Ranchers. What about suppositories? Huh? I don't know. Uh, yeah, like what if you yeah. are in need of medical marijuana but you don't have a mouth? Sure, I have or no you... mouth, and I must weed. Are you... Oh, that's what you call it—the medical marijuana suppository store. Uh-huh. I have no mouth, and I must weed. Yeah, that's great. Hmm? Good callback. Um. Yeah, you know, it's not a callback. No, but I know what you're talking about. It's just a joke about a Harlan Ellison short yeah. story. Yeah, it was horrifying. Thank you for making me read that. I'm astonished that that guy is still alive, but he is. Is he? I think he keeps having strokes. Oh, okay. I always associate him with H.R. Giger, and he died, so I figured that Ellison must have died too. Oh, right. Like they were actually they were they were connected. Weird they're they're like uh, you they know the like Skeksis a... and the Mystics. Okay, not that they had some sort of like biomechanical coil connected to each of their. Oh, spines. they might have. I okay. don't know. Yeah. Um. So you moved to San Francisco. Yeah. And just been you... continuing to make video games. Okay. It's what we do. You're making a new one, aren't you? It's the only thing. Yeah, I am. I'm making a new video game called West of Loathing. And you can kind of see something at westofloathing.com. Oh, okay. That's cool. It's a sign that says West of Loathing. <laughs> okay. With an arrow? Yeah, there is an arrow. Okay. And it points down to a few words. Okay. That's awesome. Um, there'll be more. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's going to be a cool video game. It has... I, I can show you some parts of it uh, later. It has a cowboy running around. <laughs> okay. You can, you can be a cowboy and you can really? run around. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's what it's about. Cowboys just running around. <laughs> Do you shoot guns? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, shoot guns at like goblins. up in the air or, yeah, or to at, the at, at the ground. You shoot oh, them a, to a, the right at a goblin. That's okay. where the goblins are. Okay. Is to the right. Only the goblins. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can shoot a cactus. What What is it done done to you? It's sticky. They're hundreds of years old. <laughs> cactus is sticky. <laughs> yeah, that's the primary problem with them. Uh huh. All right. <laughs> Excellent. You know, it's been so long, you'd think we would have old business, but we don't. I'm sure there's some old business floating around, but, you know, at this point, it's it's ancient business. Maybe somebody so, uh, will remind us of old business that we were supposed to take care of, and exactly. we can deal with it next time mm-hmm. on a segment we like to call Old, old Business. business. Uh, I forget what happens now. Do we to topics, or what did we already to topics? The topics is what have you been up to, and we already did that. Yeah, we did sort of do that. Uh, I also don't remember because I haven't listened to any old shows. Um, we have so many questions from people. It's been so long. People are in desperate, desperate need of our help. And I think that we should help them. But first, let's have a cocktail. All right. 
Roy, this week's cocktail is the 12 mile limit. Mm -hmm. You know, I did some research. It's a prohibition era cocktail named after the law that determined how far out of a coast territorial waters went. So 12 nautical miles away from shore, it was still illegal to drink booze during prohibition. Then what is the eight mile cocktail? Uh, that is uh, M&Ms and vodka. Oh, okay. That sounds disgusting. Eh, it's, it's okay. Uh-huh. It's just kind of like a glass of vodka. And then later, it's a sort of a gross chocolate vodka. Okay. If you drink it fast enough, it's indistinguishable from just vodka. Sure. Uh, this cocktail is uh, usually two parts white rum, one part rye whiskey, one part brandy, one part grenadine, which is a lot of grenadine, and uh, one part lemon juice. And it's delightful. You mm -hmm. described it as like an alcoholic Shirley Temple. Yeah, that is kind of what it tastes like. You uh, just pour it into a highball glass, a chilled highball glass, according to the recipe. And then you down it. You put a put a twist of lemon in it. Yeah, I just I just sucked mine right down. I'm having a beer. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm still uh, tasting. Still mine. sipping on yours. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. You drink like a dad though now. I do kind of. Uh, you know we. You know it's. Uh, I don't remember what day it is. It's Thursday, and uh, last Sunday it was Easter. And I decided to do something this year, which I have never done before, is I gave up drinking for Lent. Hmm. So did you have to give up drinking and masturbating or just drinking? I, I All I wrote down on my piece of paper was drinking. Your what, what, Your piece of paper? My Lent then, paper. That then goes inside the egg that uh -huh. you put on the altar? Exactly. Um, it was interesting. And since then, I have not been drinking during the week. Really? Except for right now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How did you find it not drinking? Uh, not as hard as I thought that it might be, but there's a, there was also a lot of fun stuff that I would have liked to have been drinking at Yeah, that I passed up on, but it was fine. I took a month off a couple of years ago and I found that this was, was 40 days. 40 days. No, I know. And I even took a short month off. I took February uh -huh. off and this might've been three years ago at this point. I don't ever want to do that again. Really? Uh, yeah. I, uh. I just remembered uh, why I started drinking a lot in the first place, and it's because everything sucks when you don't drink. Hmm. Everything is boring. Uh, going places is terrible. Oh, well, see, I don't go places. I just stay at home. Okay. So it's fine. So I guess you can gaze into the adoring eyes of your child. Mm -hmm. While she's sleeping. Okay. You I pry her, her eyes open, you, you know, clockwork open. orange style. Yeah, you, you put her in the Ludovico chair. <laughs> uh-huh. And look at her. Okay. And she looks at me. She has to. Yeah, she has no choice. And I tell her... You love me. And she does. Mm, she yeah. totally loves me. Yeah. But uh, I thought you, I, I've only heard you speak to her in Spanish. Yeah. Well, I was translating for you. It's it's like when you watch a show and at first it has subtitles and then they just switch to English and you're supposed to assume that they're still speaking oh, their that, weird that, language. The uniform pips on their collar contain a universal translator. No, no. I'm saying like an ancient show, you know, like before television. Okay. So like a, a pantomime, I've been a watching Comedia <laughs> dell'arte show. Uh -huh. Where? Oh, uh, do, a... do you think there was that um, where you would be somewhere and then there, a, a troop would come into town, but they didn't speak your language, so it was like a foreign troop. Oh, so it starts out in a foreign language, yeah. but then as you learn the language, it becomes mm -hmm. a show that you can yeah, understand. Yeah, it's like ten years long. Yeah, <laughs> more it's like five months. Immersion therapy. <laughs> I've thought of maybe teaching Spanish, and that I think if I did that, that's how I would do it. I think you'd probably have to learn Spanish. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, something I meant to talk about that we've been doing, that I was doing, I thought about you this morning mm -hmm. as I was taking apart a piece of furniture that you built. 
Roy. That I built? Do you know how many screws you used to put together those big white shelves that used to be in our office? Probably. 149 screws. Wow, really? Yeah, that's a weird number. I was off by 20. It's a weird number. Uh, Do you know how many of those screws were flathead instead of Phillips? Four. (laughs) Four. Four flathead screws, 145. Huh. Wow, that's Phillips weird. head screws. Yeah. Did you save them all? Uh, yes. We put them in a box, which we are going to make you take home. <laughs> okay. Along with the shelf parts? No, the shelf parts we threw away. Okay. They're just old particle board. Uh, but it was a fun mm. game of, why did Roy make this like this? I don't know. All you know, the time. You're talking about how you are much better at recording podcasts. I am much better at making furniture now. Okay, good. That's mm-hmm. good to hear. Now I use 150 screws. Okay. Per, all flathead. Per per item of furniture. I don't know why flathead screws are still being made. Yeah. They suck. It's I don't know why. Well, I guess I a I don't know why there are like 40 different kinds of screws in one piece of mm, furniture. I mean, I think true. it's because you reused a lot of screws. And so some of those screws could have been there from pilgrim times. Sure, sure. And that's why they were flathead screws. They were passed down. There's no advantage to a flathead screw, right? Not that I can see, but I am still, uh, you know, not as well versed on that stuff as this is the part of the show we call Hardware Corner. (laughs) I am much better at hardware stuff. Well, good. Yeah, it's going to be a good segment on every show from now on. (laughs) I I recently learned that if you want a good deal on hardware, you go to not just a hardware store like Ace or Home Depot. You go to a specialty nut and bolt place. And it is half the price. And it is much better That's hardware. That's nuts. It is nuts. Uh, you want to get to some questions? Sure. Kingdom of Mingdom writes, What do you do if you think a friend is becoming a hipster? And more importantly, what can you do to stop it? Roy, what do, what do you, you do? I... You, you live in San Francisco, so you must have hipster friends all around you. I don't really have any friends there. Oh. No, I just kind of go and I go to work and then I go back mm-hmm. from work and I don't really talk to anybody. I see. And then and I, I smoke pot and go up to the roof and just gaze off into the distance. Just looking at distant hilltops and buildings. Uh-huh. Wondering where all my friends are. And they're all like, isn't there a limit on how tall buildings can be? Yeah, they don't like to build tall buildings there. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's because they don't want people to jump off because they're lonely because all of their friends became hipsters and left. Oh, that's terrible. I don't know. I mean, what is a hipster? I guess a hipster now is like a guy with a beard. And maybe a yeah. guy who wears flannel. I think yeah, you're but a hipster, that's not, Roy. Yeah, that's not fair. I also don't wear flannel. It's too hot. I well, live in the desert. You're not wearing flannel now. I haven't worn flannel since uh, 1994. Since the 90s, since Kurt Cobain died. Exactly. And you burned all of the your flannel The day when the flannel shirts. died. Um, I don't know what you do if your friends are becoming hipsters. I, I don't know now what, what a this? hipster is. Don't be an asshole. Just let your friends live their fucking lives. Hmm. You don't want to stop it. I right? don't think so. I, why Why do you want to stop your friend from... Like, what do you do if your friend becomes a hippie? I don't know. Get stoned with him. Play the bongos. What do you do if your friend sure. becomes a frat boy? Ask him to borrow some Axe body spray and go tailgate. Uh, <laughs> what do you do if your friend becomes a Catholic? You go to mass and hang out mm-hmm. and you get you earn the salvation uh, that... Can, give up drinking for 40 yeah, days. Yeah, you give up drinking for 40 days and you just bathe in the blood of Christ mm-hmm. underneath the temple. I had... I, I've never taken you to, to church, have I? No, I just, I've had to kind of imagine yeah. what it would be like. You're but piecing I, it together yeah, from but... Constantine. <laughs> yep. And other name, name of the rose. I Like, don't be a butthole about your friend's 
lifestyle. I mean, okay. Mm -hmm. So if it was like, what do you do if your friend is becoming a heroin addict and how do you get them to stop it? Well, then maybe you, you know, get them arrested or stage an intervention or something. Right. But like becoming a hipster, like whatever, they'll get over it. But do you think this question also means, uh, what if my friend is becoming hipster and obnoxious about it? What does it mean? Oh, I don't know. If you're, they will only drink artesian artisanal water. Uh, huh? Artisanal. <laughs> I don't think you can tell from water whether it came from an artesian well or not. Also, I don't think it matters. No, it doesn't matter. It's just a shape of a well. It's a well that's shaped like a bottle, right? It's wider at the bottom than it is on the top, like a TARDIS. I, I really don't know. Yeah. It's like when they dig a well by burying. So here's the thing. If you had a TARDIS. <laughs> by burying an igloo? <laughs> yep. Um. If you had a TARDIS, if uh-huh. you were like a Doctor Who guy, yeah. you could make a lot of money by digging wells for people by just teleporting into the ground, displacing all that dirt. Sure. And then leaving. And then there's just a TARDIS-shaped artisanal art. You know, what I would do is I would make money by, uh, you know, signing up on Airbnb. Okay. It has like can, hundreds, yeah, it has hundreds of, rooms. of rooms. Yeah, it's like God's house. Yeah, people totally want to stay there. Yeah, you'd get a lot of money from a lot of nerds. And because and you, you can exist be outside a- of time and space, there can be thousands of you at once. Exactly. So you could just do that for one day mm-hmm. for you. Just sign up for all the locations thousands everywhere. Of days for everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good yeah, plan. Yeah, that's awesome. And then you'd be set for life. This has been you a could buy yourself another TARDIS. Doctor Who jokes. I think they're past money. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Does Doctor Who ever need money? I've never seen an episode of Doctor Who. I think he shows people that uh, psychic paper and that is like money. Like the National Enquirer? He has like this little wallet that he opens up. It's like if he had a badge, that's where it would be. And it just like turns into whatever people need to see for him to get indoors. Okay. Or outdoors or into the concert. Oh, like if he needs to go for out of the subway. If he needs to go from one tree to another. He'll show it to a bear mm-hmm. and the bear will think, yeah. oh, that's a that's a thing that says this guy's not a rabbit. Mm-hmm. I guess exactly. I'll let him go. Uh-huh. Timothy writes, how do you successfully bring a podcast back from hiatus? I'd be very interested in the answer. Well, I mean, just start just doing decide it. Decide to do it. I don't know. This is not a real question. It is a real question. I think uh, Timothy is asking because his podcast has been on hiatus. Oh, yeah. Do you mm-hmm. think maybe this is Timothy Swan of Timothy Swan's podcast? Yeah, I think so. Well. Uh, That's my suspicion. You just have to start recording the podcast again. Mm-hmm. You know, a podcast, and releasing it. a podcast ends when you don't record the next episode. Or in our case, when you do record it and then don't release it because 69 is funnier than 70. That's true. We, we have one extra podcast. I'll tell you, though, it's going to be a hard sell for me to release that because I am deeply ashamed of everything that I do in the past. And that really? show is pretty far in the past now. There is some stuff that I, I want people to hear in it. Okay. And I feel very strongly about it. Well. Yeah, like well, like this, the, you know how strongly I feel about it? Like this much. Like you're telling me, like strong enough to mention it to me? Yeah. Right now, that's pretty strong. On air. Normally you bottle things up. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Mm. Uh, Hawkins writes, my neighbor has a bird feeder on his porch and he gets mad that my chickens go over there to eat the seed and poop on his porch. What should I do about this? Well, you could go over there and eat some of the seeds yourself and then poop on his porch and say, do you prefer that? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> just stare at him while you're doing it. I think uh, whatever type of chicken you have, you should make a costume for a different type of chicken, put it on the chickens. So then it seems like there are some other chickens doing this. And then when the chickens come back to your house, take the costumes off. Oh, it's a perfect plan. 
It's hard to get a chicken to wear a costume, though. You might want to just spray paint them different colors. Oh, oh spray right. paint them like uh, Avengers, like different. Like <laughs> one of them is red and gold and one of them is green, but you paint his legs purple. Yeah, that's and awesome. Then, and then your neighbor will be really excited because the Avengers came to shit on his porch. Um, it's very popular at parties. I keep wanting to reach down and flick this. Pa- <laughs> like I'm like a fucked up two year old who <laughs> has had an iPad in his hand. Sure. For his entire life, but never seen a magazine. Mm-hmm. You know? I have trouble with that now when I write stuff or, you know, what what it is when I draw things on paper where I want to control Z stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't do anything. Writing control Z on your drawing ruins it. Yeah, it just fucks it up even worse than whatever your previous mistake was. Ben S says, my parents are moving and I've always considered moving. No, <laughs> sorry. Ben S says, my parents are moving and I've considered moving my family with them. How do you find a job in a city a day's drive away? I've, I have only done it once, but I did not have any luck with it at all until I just moved and then found a job. Mm-hmm. When we, when you, oh, and you I, mean when you like and I trying moved to, to get Phoenix. the job beforehand? Yeah. Well, I, now you have things like LinkedIn and yeah, Monster. Yeah, now it's the internet and all that stuff. I mean, I ended, I ended up finding my job on Monster in 2000. So sure. my advice is from 2000 uh-huh. years ago. How long did it take you? It took you a while, didn't it? Was it was a couple months. Yeah. It's not right away. I mean, I got here and all I did all day was try to find a job and then drink. Mm-hmm. We drank a lot. Because you, you can do that while you're trying to find a job. Well, I would find a job, try to find a job and then drink. I wouldn't do them at the same time. No? No. I only drink at night, Roy. You know okay. that. I mostly drink at night. <laughs> mostly. Uh... I don't know how to find a job anymore, man. I feel like everybody just gets jobs on the internet, I guess. But then when you look for jobs on the internet, it seems like almost everything you see it is just some like weird bullshit scam. To me. Yeah. But I don't know, like, you don't... Uh, I have not looked at a classified ads in a newspaper in a really long time. Oh. And that's how you used to get jobs back in that's my day. That's true. You'd call them up on your rotary telephone and say, Hello, hello! <laughs> I heard you have work! <laughs> Um, I've been using, because I've been looking for something temporary, like flexible type of art related job. And I was using Craigslist and I found it kind of weird because I was applying for stuff where the company wouldn't say who they were, give a telephone number, give very many specifics about who they were. And when I told my mother this, she said, uh, they're just trying to scam you, which they weren't. But uh, I, I was suddenly afraid because... It's totally true. I'm sending out my (laughs) resumes to these people that I don't know who they are. Well, but it's not like your resume contains information that they can use to harm you. Well, it has your telephone number, address, and your full name and And where my valuables are. Yeah, a list of of all of your assets and the combinations to safes you've secreted Mm -hmm. them in. Yeah. Yeah. All my hidey holes. Yeah. (laughs) All of your... Mm -hmm. mm, Where to look under. Your caches and stashes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the uh, the locations of all of your loose floorboards under which you've secreted your 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 hidden gold. I do have a few of those, but I have nothing to hide. Well, some marbles. See, I thought you'd lost them. <laughs> oh God! I I thought you'd been recording podcasts this whole time, haven't you, Ben? Mm-hmm. But not with you. Mm, yeah, that's that that uh, lowers the bar. Alex M. writes, I have an older bro that I didn't have a relationship with. Met him as an adult. Cool dud. How can I have a normal relationship with him? I'm assuming you meant cool dude. He did mean cool dude. That, that's my mistake. Oh, you transcribed it mm-hmm. badly. Okay. I did. You, uh, so when you're on a computer, you can control C. 
No, that's true. But I was using my phone because it was on Twitter because I couldn't remember what the password was to see what all the Twitter questions were. Okay. I, I understand that I, I can control C things. Okay. Well, I thought it would have been funnier if it had been that guy's typo because his brother is a cool dud uh-huh. and we can explore what that means. Like he's a cool, but he's kind of a dud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think that, do you know, like, I mean, maybe it's a guy that's all style and no substance. Like he, he's a guy who doesn't express emotion. Okay. Right? He's a cool dud. Oh, I see. Cool as in like, or like he's, Luke, he's like great a, under a polygraph. Like a lukewarm dud. Mm-hmm. I was thinking a guy with like a like a hip coiffure for a haircut and maybe he wore sunglasses and some rhinestones. So he was wearing cool pants. duds. Oh, he's a cool he's in cool duds, but he's uh-huh. also a cool dud. Uh-huh. Like cuz you go to talk to him and he's just like, yeah, I don't really have anything interesting to say. Uh-huh. Like, what do you want to do tonight? Nothing. What well, do you that want for dinner? Cool, right? Plain oatmeal. <laughs> plain. Do they have plain flavor? Um I think you just have to go through an awkward period where uh, you make the effort to talk to your cool dud. Yeah, I don't. I have become friends with men in my adulthood. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I have I have formed adult friendships Uh with various men since Uh arriving in San Francisco, but I don't know how. How did you meet these men? (laughs) Well, glad you asked. it's always been through having something like professional in common, mm-hmm. right? So like I have made new friends as an adult and I, with the people that I've become friends with, I never experienced any of that awkwardness when you meet a guy that you think you might want to be friends with, but then you have to figure out like, what the fuck do I do? Like, there's not like friend dates or whatever. And it's weird. But there are friend dates. Like people do it all the time. And then it's, after it's not weird, then you don't think of them as dates. You just think of them as, as hanging out hey, with let's friends. Hang Are there out. friend dates though? That doesn't seem like a thing. Like, have you ever been like, "Hey, man, you, I, I like your shirt. Do you want to like bro down with me in a parking lot?" Well, it never works. <laughs> it never works that way. Then, what are you doing in a parking lot? Tailgating. I see. <laughs> like, a, like the third floor down of a parking lot, tailgating. <laughs> yeah, I'm just hanging out in an underground parking garage, drinking. <laughs> You know, uh, that's just weird enough that someone might say, yeah, oh, yeah totally. let's sure. do it. I would do that if somebody was, even if a stranger just walked up and said, hey, do you want to come down into this darkened basement parking garage and have some beers? I'm like, yes. Yeah. You know, well, it, de- it would Are depend they cold? on, it would depend on how many beers I had had because uh-huh. oh, that, sure, sure. that seems like it's probably the start of an adventure, mm-hmm. uh, probably involving some crimes. Maybe you're the victim of those crimes, but probably not, mm-hmm. you know. You don't see it like as long as you is it the kind of thing like you're suddenly hanging out and you're having fun and then, you know, the next thing you know is you're breaking into someone's apartment. Yeah. You're like, well, we're telling you my friend, my buddy, we need some beer, but it's after 2 p.m. We're just going to have to rob a liquor store. Sounds great. Just start sneaking into people's houses and taking. Okay, so you break into somebody's house, you pour just a little bit of vodka into a glass, refill the bottle with water so they don't notice. <clears throat> Excellent. They'll and never just know. Set the house on fire on uh-huh. the way out so they'll yeah. especially never notice. Um yeah, just ask your your brother to do do some things. It's it's weird, right? Because what you have in common is that you're siblings that didn't know each other. I mean, you're also adults, so you could just say like 
it's weird. I feel like we should have a relationship, but I don't really know how to go about forming one. So how do you feel about this? Like, do you even want a relationship? Because maybe he doesn't and maybe he does and also mm. feels as awkward as you do. And like, just like, be honest about your feelings, let's right? Be like adult friends. Yeah. Like that's let's be adult. Fr- let's have an adult male to male friendship. Let's have a like, let's go to maybe the adult section of Craigslist and post an M2M friendship request. Mm -hmm. That's got to be a thing, right? Probably. Um, I, you know, I kind of had this happen with my middle brother, Alexis, where um, as we were growing up, we weren't that close. And he left college and moved to Mexico for a few years. And when he came back, um, I was sort of more grown up. You know, I was in college and that sort of thing and we become friends just from spending time together and making the effort so you just make the effort you just try to hang out scott n writes what's the best kind of hot sauce for burritos tacos and other gorilla based foods i don't really understand the question tortilla based foods (laughs) god damn it roy That 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 I'm gonna uh, chalk it up to the computer cha- changing my typo to gorilla. <laughs> Just read it again. No. <laughs> so since since I moved to San Francisco and become a hipster, the only hot sauce I will allow to cross my lips is sriracha. Really? No. Even on tacos? I like sriracha, what? but it's not. No, I mean sriracha is good on a lot of things, but you know, you know. I mean, it's popular because it's good. That happens. Do people there insist on pronouncing it that way? No, is it not? Is sriracha? that not how you pronounce it? I just say sriracha. Sriracha, but that's not what it. That's not how it's spelled. Well, I don't know that you say it that way. I don't know how you say oh, it. Oh yeah, I, don't I know just that. say huh. sriracha. I'm just reading the reading sriracha. the letters. It always sounds like you're something prob- probably more. Jabba correct. the Hut would Uda Chuba Sriracha. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like that seems. Yeah. Like what he wants. Maybe that's what's in that little tank. That oh man, imagine it's if green. you had a tank. Well, that just has like a right, straw. Because it's a long time ago. It was like when, a flexi it was straw. Before the chilies they used to make uh, sriracha were ripe. Um, oh, excellent. So yeah, imagine yeah. if you had a little aquarium filled with filled with sriracha. Yeah. That had like edible fish just swimming around in it and you could just reach in there are they alive still uh no they're like swedish fish okay but there's a swedish fish really slow you mean herring (laughs) blender blade in the bottom that makes it look like they're swimming around but not not like moving enough that it would hurt your fingers if you stuck it in there sure imagine putting your hand into a blender filled with (laughs) sriracha and just getting a cut even a minor cut even if it didn't like oh that's terrible bone yeah wow that is kind of my favorite hot sauce now um i do use it on tacos but it is not the best sauce for for tacos hunger is the best sauce for tacos and everything else uh you know i recently tried like a burned hot rick bayless um hot sauce which was really good it was like a street taco hot sauce i would recommend that i still like tapatio Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, if I have Tapatio or... I mean, if there's... Ta- and honestly... But that's I think in that, that style. Tapatio and Cholula are indistinguishable. I, there are they probably are a of. lot of people who will say that they have brand loyalty and they're probably right, but I can't tell the difference. Sure, but whenever you go to a place, they never carry <laughs> both of them. It's like Coke and Pepsi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? They get some deal. What's the Mountain Dew of Tapatio? Is it like those weird tamarind candies? Louisiana hot sauce. Okay. Um, I haven't been, I've been eating a lot of barbecue. There's a barbecue restaurant that I like right across from my apartment in San Mm -hmm. Francisco. Sweet. No, I like the salty. 
Okay. I like the Memphis barbecue sauce. But uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was a salty barbecue sauce. Yeah, I think I of thought all of them were sweet as being salty, huh. which is why the barbecue restaurant that I worked at when I was in high school, I didn't like any of the stuff because it was just a different kind of bar. And I recognize that's what the regional variations in barbecue are because a pig is a pig, right? There's just different, and there's probably different methods, different kind of locally sourced woods that you burn in the smoker or whatever. I thought the big difference was the type of sauce rather yeah, than the I think cooking it is, method. And so, but this place just has all sorts of different regionally labeled sauces that they make mm-hmm. there that are just different styles. And, you know, I like a salty one, but the, there's nothing really spicy. Sure. Uh, then you mix sriracha with that. You do. You just, That's what I do. You just spray some sriracha onto it. Sriracha. <laughs> Michael H. says, is it best to make outdoor plans no matter the forecast, or should we still trust weather people to know anything? I never look at the weather well, the weather whenever I make plans. No, sometimes there's uh, a cloud. Okay, right. And sometimes there's a rain. And if, if the forecast didn't say a cloud, or a and you were really hoping to uh, take a photograph of a sky with no clouds in it, you know, you just Photoshop that. Sure. You yeah. could just use a picture of the sky from yesterday. No one will know. Um, I'm assuming that the events that you're planning are mostly just people pointing their cameras at the sky. Uh huh. I I think you don't you use uh, some sort of weather app on your phone on your smart telephone. I don't. It usually says whether it's like little clouds or a big sun or little sun big clouds. That's her thing. I I just don't ever pay any attention to it, and that kind of makes me feel like a child. Because sometimes I'll go somewhere and I'll get there. I'm like, why? It is like 40 degrees. Why am I in shorts? Uh huh. And they'll say, well, didn't you look at the weather? I'm like, no. I always wear pants. I never wear shorts. I never even know what month it is I'm always ready for that. Pants weather. It's always pants weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Where I am. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, man. You know, what? that is a terrible thing about... Like, the weather is okay in san francisco but i feel like it's dark and gloomy a lot no no, no? not not in the shitty part of town where we live okay. it's always very sunny because it's really? in like a weird valley yeah it's a lot okay. of sunshine but um i mean it'll be rainy for a couple of weeks and then i'll just come here because <laughs> it's terrible okay. uh but you know it'll be hot in the morning and then cold at night or cold in the morning and hot at night just at random i don't understand oh that. i see it doesn't make any fucking sense you never know what kind of clothes to wear and there's no comfortable place to sit but don't you, don't you layer? That's what people. If say. you wear enough layers, you could uh, also carry a, an empty bean bag with you, and then you just fill the bean bag oh, with your layers, with your and then you can sit stuff. sit on it. I don't want to wear layers. That's like what? Name some layers. Bean bag. Okay. Uh huh. Jacket. So like denim sphere is one. <laughs> Jacket. Okay. Uh, scarf. Nope. Sunglasses. <laughs> Is that a layer? Uh-huh. You take that off if it gets too cool. Uh, plastic African beads. Okay. Red, gold, and green. Uh-huh. Um, wallet chain. Okay. That's a good I can good see layer. how that would keep a little U-shaped <laughs> chain patterned section of your leg warm. Yep. Um, pants, right? I mentioned pants. I get you ought to wear those. I Long guess. underwear. Mm. Right? A dicky? That seems excessive because you can't really take the long underwear off. Oh, unless you have You wear it on the outside. Okay. That makes it easier. Uh Uh-huh. And you get the kind that has a flap on the back. So then if your butt's really hot, you can just open up the flap. So then your butt can breathe. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
boxers briefs and brief boxers. Okay. Yeah, that's that's probably enough layers, right? This is a three pairs of shoes. This is a segment of the show we like to call Royalists Layers. Uh-huh. John P says, How big is too big for a burrito? Every burrito is too big. If it doesn't fit in your mouth, like one end doesn't fit in your mouth, I think it's too big. The perfect size for a burrito is the size of the burritos produced by Anna's Taqueria in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Wow. That um, is very specific. How it, how big is this burrito? They are And what kind of hot sauce do you use on it? Uh they don't put I don't I don't get any hot sauce in it. Really? So here's the thing Just that mustard. they do. They steam the tortillas so that they're nice and stretchy and, and flexible. They don't like mm. the the way that people like burritos in the mission in San Francisco, which is where burritos were invented, apparently. Like seared? They're yeah, they're kind of crispy mm-hmm. and it just they're huge like and a panini messy yeah it's and i don't really care for it but when you steam the tortilla so that it's kind of stretchy what they it's do in like an egg roll is they put a bunch of yeah or like a spring roll yeah kind yeah. of uh, but it's still a tortilla i mean it's still just a thin tortilla but then they put sliced cheese oh on so it, it kind of melts so and it, binds it, everything it together binds everything together yeah mm. and so the, like it is a burrito that you can just pick up and eat and you never spill any of it. Like you can get the whole thing in your mouth and just take a bite of it. So it's like about as big around as your mouth. It's mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little undignified. <laughs> okay. I know what you're thinking, Roy. I can see it. In what your am eyes. I thinking? You're you're thinking double entendre, double entendre, right? Nah, mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. That's what you're thinking. Anyway, it's good. Okay. You need to come to San Francisco so that I can take you to the place that I get uh, my Indian burritos. Indian burritos. I eat there like three times a week. That sounds uh, excellent. It what? is called Curry Up now, and it is a uh-huh. place that just will sell you a paneer tikka masala burrito. That's awesome. It is so, so good. Mm-hmm. It started as a food truck. That's why it has a dumb pun name. Sure. Does, has Phoenix developed a food truck culture? It does sort of have that, but uh, there isn't a regular place where stuff is. But yeah, there are food trucks. Mm-hmm. There are places. There, there are lots of festivals, so they show up at the festivals. Yeah, there are places in San Francisco where like a bunch of nerds work and so there'll be like a place where a bunch of food trucks will park every day like under sure. an overpass or something and then they'll just go there in there por- might in be portland, some of that we spent a little bit of time in portland recently and there you have to have like a lot to park a food truck on so there are just places where somebody will buy a vacant lot and then a bunch of food trucks will park there permanently sure like maybe they will leave to go to an event or whatever but they're it's by and large spot. just there's like little clusters these little weird outdoor, it's like an outdoor food court restaurants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I all, like that. Yeah, me too. They're all weird though. We had some weird, like there's this peanut butter and jelly sandwich food truck. Kimchi but place. They're all, it's like, this is peanut butter and jelly and ham and cheese. And it's like a kind of jelly all together. Kind of, yeah. Like mint jelly, different kinds of it's, uh, I was super dubious, but then we tried a bunch of different things there and everything was so fucking good. Really? Yeah. It's, I, they, okay. they just, you know, it's, and the they lady just figured it out. I, I said to the lady, I, I want one of your weird sandwiches. And she was like, Hey, our sandwiches aren't weird. And I said, yes, they are. Come on. Did she admit it? No, she that wouldn't never admit works. It. Being openly hostile to the person that you're about to buy some food from that never really works out. Hmm. Saying that something is weird is not being hostile. Mm. She'll say, yes, it's weird. I'm I want one of Portland your stupid that. sandwiches. Give yeah. me a stupid give me, sandwich give me that a you don't spit in. Stupid sandwich, dummy. 
That's what you say. I'm not uh-huh. going to pay very much for it, so you better not charge me very much for it. And I hope you're not expecting a tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, anything bigger than an Anna's Taqueria burrito is too big. Mm-hmm. So you're saying like the girth of a, a, a beer can? Uh, that's too big. That's too big. Yeah. So smaller. Yeah. Smaller than a beer Thinner. can. Smaller. Thinner. So like a, a It could be really bowl. long. I mean, it could be like a, like a snake. Uh-huh. Like a burrito the size and shape and contents of a rattlesnake. Yeah, that's too long. Really? Yeah, it really is. Because where are you going to hold it? Are you holding it at the head or the tail? You hold it by the head so that it doesn't bite you. But I thought that's the end that you're eating. No, you're eating it from... there. You can eat both ends of a burrito. Do you not eat it from both ends? It goes faster. <laughs> it will not last the night. Uh-huh. Um, Daniel A. says, Does Roy still have what Zach would describe as a butthole haircut? No, you're looking good. You're oh, looking, really? You're looking fly. Mm-hmm. What, point, why do you say. say that? Because it's grown out a little bit. Huh. Like, you're not a army dad. <laughs> army dad is flat at the top. Eh, okay. I can't pull that off. Yeah. You don't have the, uh, you don't have the buoyancy of, of hair. No. <clears throat> Stephen L says, I graduate from college, Arizona state in May. What should I do to get the most out of these last few weeks? Fail out of college. Oh yeah. Fail every class so that you can stay and continue, continue getting yeah, some keep of that the party sweet, going. sweet ASU tang. Uh huh. I mean the tang they serve in the commissary. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, you I buy it at Costco you sometimes. Pretend you're in space. Uh, space man. Do you think they still serve tang in space? I don't. They know really they, should. I don't know that they ever did. Just like a vintage. Uh, this is vintage space tang. All oh, right. This is tang left over from when tang. Yeah, was that still no, being no one wanted to drink. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What What should you do in your last two months? Now, now it's uh, it's almost done. You go to the take out another student loan. So oh, that you right, have some yeah, spending while, money. While you still can, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can always use it to pay itself back. Exactly. And then you feel like you're really accomplishing something. Yeah. It's one item off my to-do list done. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you go over to the Herd Burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get, eat some burgers. See a show. Uh, go to Long Wong's. Mm-hmm. And enjoy the toilet stench. I don't go, think go to Bandersnatch and have a beer. Yeah, go to Bandersnatch and have a beer and see those Irish band assholes on that one night a week. Uh-huh. Or go to the library and, you know, meet some co-eds. Sure. Uh, go to Coyote Uglies. And, <laughs> That's not uh, even the right city. <laughs> um, so what you can do now is you can go down to Endgame, which is a, a kind of a cool bar that's all video gamey down there oh really i didn't know that yeah no it's pretty neat um they're the site of the official after party for this year's zapcon oh that's awesome zapcon we'll talk about during ads plugs i uh so is it at the end of the street it is where uh the library used to be it is in the building that used to be oh that's kind of in the middle it's between it's under hooters under hooters and the owl's nest oh go to hooters sure no don't go to hooters it's fucking terrible i you know i've never been to hooters you've never been to a hooters no huh I thought you would. Uh, I thought you would have uh, gone just for irony's sake. No, I never have. I hear they have excellent wings and legs. Right? No, the wings are god awful. Are they? Hooters. Has I thought the, they were famous for those. Hooters has the worst chicken wings in the world. But the, but they're famous for them, right? Yeah, sure. They're yeah, famous they're famous for, for having the worst <laughs> for the worst chicken wings in the what, world. Why are they so terrible? They they're are they're like, rats' wings. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're they're. 
They're huge, but it's like they have somehow figured out how to like they're covered in tight nylons. They got so you know how you know how like industrialized chicken farming is just terrible and it makes the chickens like super fat. Yeah, it's industrial. So ima- imagine if chickens just got fat because they were assholes. Uh-huh. Right? Like they they just wanted to. They just mm-hmm. you took the chickens that got fat anyway. Uh-huh. Like the ones the ones that just mostly sat around just drinking cheap beer and beating their kids. Uh-huh. Just and eating cr- chicken all crack, the time. Cracking their eggs. That's the chickens that these wings come from because they are just like in my memory, the wings from Hooters are not meat so much as like a foam hmm. of meat bubbles filled with fat. Wow. They, it sounds like it'd be great in coffee, though. I didn't intend to start talking about how fucking horrible the wings <laughs> you from really Hooters feel are. Passionate they're about re- this? They're so bad. Okay, so then what does one get at Hooters? Nothing. Nothing. No disappointment. And, <laughs> and, and well, that is something that, that some of us need once in a while. Okay, sure. It's a little sure. disappointment. Yeah. And then once you graduate college, you're going to be like feeling awesome because you don't have to go to Hooters anymore. Uh, Spencer writes, how should I train a rooster to be non-aggressive? Well, uh, lots uh, y- of cock talk. paint it like one of the uh, calmer members, members of the Avengers. Uh-huh. Who is that? Mm-hmm. Hawkeye? Aquaman? <laughs> Aquaman. Sleepy man. He's the guy that's Sneezy. Just... <laughs> um... Aquaman is is a member of the Avengers, right? He's no, he's, he's the Justice, no, he's, he's one of the Justice super League. friends. Yeah, I think he's DC. Oh man, I always forget about that. That that was so confusing as a kid. Like, why doesn't Batman know Spider Man? I didn't know anything about any of it as a kid. You didn't know Spider Man? No. You knew the Batman and the Pac Man. I did know the Pac Man uh-huh, yeah, and the I Joust should... Man. Mm-hmm. No, I, I didn't really. In know the pole about, position, I didn't really know about Joust Man when I was. He was one of the hardest Mega Man bosses, Joust Man. Uh-huh. He's just flying around on an ostrich, and you're just there on the ground. Um, how do you train a rooster? I don't think you do. I don't think they want to be trained. I think you just give it enough beer that it just sits mm-hmm. on the couch all day. Can you uh, clip its wings the way that if you uh, cut a cat's claws, they become more docile? Well, it just makes them so they can't fly, but then they're just, they're mad. Oh, right. They just and go around pecking r- really stuff. Get yeah. you. It's not like, they don't like punch things. That's not how, <laughs> that's not how their aggression works out. I mean, like, you know. <laughs> what was the rooster in Looney Tunes? What was that guy's name? Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. He wasn't aggressive at all. No, that's true. He wasn't. I don't remember he was anything a real gentleman. about his motivations or any of the things that happened th- to him or that he did. Okay. All I can remember is him talking. <clears throat> right. And he talked like he was a plantation owner. Right. Sort of like a southern drawl. Well, I mean, that, that's uh, that, that's not very, very nice of me. Right. <laughs> If you have a southern draw, you're a plantation owner. Yeah, yeah. Everyone from the south owns a plantation. Mm-hmm. That's uh, so he spoke in a in a deep southern accent, and uh, I think his job was to just like hang out. Yeah, that's all he did. Yeah. What What are you doing under I'm, the table? I'm sorry. Uh, Emily texted me to ask if we wanted to. She got out of class early, and she wanted to know if we wanted to go to dinner. And I was trying to tell her that we were still recording. And what I managed to do was 
say stop recording and then say s tut ill and then say still and now i believe i have recorded some sort of audio text message <laughs> uh, you should tell her about the gorillas <laughs> should how t- does your computer autocorrect it does now? sometimes i don't know how to turn that off changling bob says I've made a board game, which I think is pretty cool. How do I sell it to a publisher and make not lose money? Dude, I don't know. I would not sell it to a publisher. I would just do a Kickstarter. Hmm. But then you have to learn how to make a video. I don't know any of that. Do any Kickstarters get funded that don't have videos? I don't know. I don't know that there are. I don't know that there has ever been a Kickstarter with no video. Really? Neither has been. What about that potato potato salad one? No, he made a video. No, they didn't. I don't know. I think it was just a picture. Well, I don't think that you can really use that as a any sort of a a, sure. a weather stick to mm-hmm. determine. You can't. Um, you know, a weather <laughs> stick. I would just start making it available for free, right, to people, because no one wants to pay for anything ever anymore. You can't really make a board game available for free. Like, I will spend thousands of dollars manufacturing this board game and then just give no, it to no, you No, no, no. You just take a picture of what's in it, and then they have oh, to yeah, make just it make themselves. Oh, yeah, just make lazy asshole. Mm-hmm. But then you have, like, the nice version, and if they want a nice version, because their version is going to be shitty, they can buy it from you. And then you can ma- hand make each one. Right, I think we've helped a lot of people tonight. I don't think we have. Oh, I think we have. Uh, if somebody wanted to get a hold of us, Roy, how would they do it? Well, they would first go to the website, the nice, beautiful website that you've put together. <clears throat> that website is called advicehotdog.com, and you can submit questions right there. It's pretty good. People have been doing it. We didn't read any of them tonight because I haven't yet shown Roy how to get to them. Yeah, sorry. So that he can sorry about that. Type them from one window in his computer to another uh-huh. and fuck them all up. Yes. You can also go to uh, Gmail and write us a message, advicehotdog at gmail.com, or Twitter at advicehotdog, or facebook.com slash advicehotdog. You can also call us at 769-218-9225. That spells Roy218-Zach, Z-A-C-K. You can also send us a card at advicehotdog, 1803 North 38th Street, Phoenix, AZ, Eight five zero zero eight. So that's changed. There is no longer a PO box to send. Well, there is still a PO box. There are many PO boxes. Oh, there's a lot of them. Yeah. But I would some. like you to send them to this address so that uh, we can get your questions uh, in a more timely fashion. What about ads plugs, Roy? What about ads plugs? I've got one. Yeah. Zapcon. April 18th and 19th at the Mesa Convention Center in lovely Mesa, Arizona. It's Arizona's finest arcade and pinball convention. That's excellent. I'm going to be there on the 19th. Nice. Mm -hmm. I may even help put some uh, games away. I'm going to see you there and give you a high five. All right. Yeah. We're both going to complain that our backs hurt. Uh Yeah. I feel that way right now. What do you have to ads plug? I want to uh, plug the show that I'm working on. So I made that big uh, display last last summer, that installation with with Corinne. And this year we're doing a new one, which is related, but it's more for grownups. And it's called Fire Weather, and it's going to be at the University of Arizona uh, starting on May 29th through sometime in August. And I realize that a lot of people won't be able to see it in person. Some will, but you can follow um, that progress at my Instagram or Twitter, which is at RWVart. I've been following it, and and you post some cool stuff. What I do then. A lot of the time, uh, mm-hmm. you'll post a thing and literally every word will be misspelled and I will have no idea what you're talking about. 
Really? Yeah, it happens. Sometimes. I try to get better about that. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram has a thing where you can edit those now, but yeah, but once it they're on Facebook yeah, but once and Twitter, it, but also once it automatically posts it to Twitter, yeah. It's, I'll be better about that, Zach. Just for you. Oh, thanks. I'm just looking um, out for your reputation. I'm trying to act as your PR agent. <laughs> you can also go to uh, my Facebook page, and they post on there if you don't like using Instagram or Twitter. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. If you have a podcast, you will want it to be sponsored by Squarespace. The good folks at Squarespace sponsor most of the podcasts that you like. If it's not them, then it's Audible. Good job, Squarespace. If you like the podcast, please tell your friends, review us on iTunes, and send us your questions. Yeah. Roy, are you ready for the stinger? I am ready for the stinger. Blaine submits this stinger. A burlap sack full of live crabs that will obey your bidding, or never having any spiders in your house ever again. You get to choose what kind of crabs. What would you do if you had crabs that could obey your bidding? That would obey your bidding? Not that could. I mean, any crab could obey your bidding. Like, <laughs> but it doesn't want to. It's an infinite universe. Anything can happen. Um, if I had crabs that would obey my bidding, I would want them to form one giant crab that looked like a crab, but a different kind of crab than the crabs that they were putting together. I think my bidding would be Put from be less work to eat. Really? Do you think they could do that? Well, how could, would they do that? They could shell themselves. Uh-huh. Pick the meat out of their own exoskeletons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's crabs. You know, I don't really have a lot of problems with spiders in my house. And I think, you know, when I do see a spider, I'm like, hey, little guy, thanks mm-hmm. for eating the, the more dangerous bugs. What if they're all black widows? Uh, those usually live outside. What if they just wanted to live inside? Oh, no, and I would kill them. Uh-huh. But I wouldn't, like, not take the crabs just to avoid having to kill, like, I don't remember the last time I saw a spider inside. Our our house is full of spiders. Of black widows? No, not black widows. I, like, if I had a child and I had a house full of black widows, I would be like, fuck you, crabs. Yeah, you stay in your corner. I, I'm taking, okay. So you'd like, you just have the black widow room. Oh, well, I thought here the Black Widows were Do you think uh, Avenger, spider, Avenger, spiders that Avengers, would spell out words for you. <laughs> Avengers headquarters has a Black Widow room. Oh, maybe. He said adventure, yeah. adventure headquarters, because uh-huh. I just can't not say adventure. Adventures? Yep. Crabs. Crabs. I've been Zach. I've been Roy. And this has been Advice Hot Dog. <laughs>